podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The in-dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Just came What's up, guys? Welcome back to Chessy Hour. Um, I'm your host for today, Daniel Soft, and I'm joined by a great crew. We've got Meads back again. What's up, Meads? Good, yeah. Yeah, I'm good, man. Does it feel like a, like ages since you've done a podcast? Yeah, man. I've been busy. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a that. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. We're making moves, man. Palumi, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. Very good. Cool. And then we've got also, we've got a new one today. We've got Jermaine. Jermaine, what's up? Yeah, what's going on, boys? Cool. What's your app? What's your Twitter app? Just so that people know. Um, yeah, you can catch me on Twitter. It's officialJD11. So, okay, officialJAYD11. Cool. Yeah. So like, I, do you know what? I don't even know if this is news or not because we've been kind. Of, it's been broken like seven times before, and it's never actually happened. But allegedly, Hudson Odoi has signed the new contract today. Are we going to get gas? Do you think he's actually signed this time, or do you feel like yeah. we have to wait for Communicado official? Wait for Communicado official. Yeah. Been burnt too many times, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> but do you know what? All the sources are saying it like. And I don't know if you guys have got um, the Chelsea app, the fifth stand, but a notification came through and it said, Chelsea youngsters sign new contracts. And I was gassed. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I um, listen, my heart stopped. Right. Oh, fucking Gilmore. <laughs> it's fucking Gilmore. <laughs> and you want to be happy for little Billy Gilmore, right? But then it's like, it's not Hudson. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy, but you know when you're thinking, oh. Yeah, Finally. It's been a long time since they've been promising that he's going to sign it. All them Chelsea accounts, man, they're, they're sweating. But um, yeah, it's I, true still. I thought we'll talk about, um, obviously, it's international break, so we had some Chelsea guys performing. I kind of want to touch on all of your opinion, but Meads first on... So we had two internationals um, from Chelsea performing for England. We had Barkley and Mount. I kind of wanted yeah. to get Meads' thoughts on Barkley because I saw you kind of tweeting and messaging through the game. And yeah. I, yeah, what do you think? Oh, Barkley... He, he, it's just not good. I think it's just he's so <laughs> brain dead. It's okay. crazy. It's actually crazy how um, he just doesn't use his brain in certain situations where he really should be passing the ball. He should be getting his head up to look for a pass. Yeah. He's just dribbling. It's, it, it was such a sloppy performance for him both in both games. Yeah, and I kept wondering why Southgate was using Barkley and Henderson. Um, yeah. When you, you've clearly got Madison there at least and even if it's not Madison you've got Mount yeah. and when Mount came on in both games he retained the ball far better than Barkley did it's just yeah it was a weird one for me but then it seemed like um, Southgate's got you know he's got a lot of trust in Barkley he's got stops he's got mad stops in Barkley but yeah, yeah. what do you think guys um, so Jermaine Palumi, do you did you watch the matches? Do you have a different opinion to me? It's because one thing I see with the timeline, it's odd. There's certain people that saying he's amazing. There's certain people that saying he's trash. Like it's Marmite. Jermaine, you can go first. With 
No, with, with Barkley, I think Southgate just, he, I think he's one of them players that just, um, that Southgate just loves at the moment. I think mm. he's uh, he's shown that in the last few internationals as well. Like yeah. He's constantly playing Barkley in that midfield. But personally, I just feel like, I, I don't really see too much of a difference to when he plays for Chelsea. Like Sometimes, obviously, there's, he shows a little bit more of a, um, a little bit more confidence on the ball and he's probably like a little bit more free in that England role because he's got Rice sitting and Henderson sitting. But, I just I don't really feel like he's anything special, even for England. To be honest, I think Winks should be playing. If, if I'm totally honest, I feel like Winks is is a better player in that midfield. I agree. He keeps he keeps the ball moving. He's the only player that we've that that we've got yeah. in the England squad that actually keeps the ball ticking over in midfield, where everybody else kind of just seems to like lack so many ideas in that midfield. So apart from Madison, like me just said. So, so what so. what do you think about his actual performance? I know obviously you kind of stated you're not a Barkley fan like that, but in terms of just the performances, <clears> do you think they were Really bad as Mead said, or do you have like different? I, I, I'm not going to be as harsh as Mead because I think I, I do think he plays a little bit better for England. Yeah. I think he he shows a little bit, like I said, he shows a little bit more confidence on the ball. Mm. He still has iffy moments, like I agree. So he still has brain dead moments where he just like his decision making so so poor. But um, yeah, in general, I just nothing special. But I do think he plays a little bit better for England than he does for Chelsea. But in terms of his performance, I wouldn't I wouldn't like. Nothing to write home about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing to, to get too happy about. Pels, did you watch it? And what do you think? Yeah, um, I watched some of the first game and um, the first half of the second. Mm. Um, and in both fixtures, I think, for me, it partly shows the good and the bad um, mm. often in games. Um, and I think he showed, like, the moments where there are lapses and there's almost just like a, a, a rawness or a sloppiness. Um, and then there's also moments where you, you can see a bit of in, intricacy and you can see that he's got the ability to, you know, dribble and drive and yeah. retain the ball. Um, but for the most part, because he's so hit and miss, um, and because I feel like he was hit and miss within the game, yeah. I'm constantly kind of questioning like everyone else what it is exactly that's got him starting right. um, to begin with. Not necessarily being involved because I think um, he has ability, yeah. but the application of it obviously is some always questioning. But it's still, I, I don't, I don't personally, I can't see why he, why he'd be starting for England. What I will say is that okay, I think that actually he is a starter for England, but I feel like he's actually been one of England's better midfielders when he started. Now maybe that says a lot of either England's midfield or Southgate's choices because there is a lot of there's a lot of obviously Mount has come in. Um, and I think even with Mount, a lot of people are saying, why is Madison not playing? Why is Foden not in there? Um, so my next question, I guess, is do you feel like, from Mount's performances, do you feel like he's done enough in these games to be a part of the England squad? I think he's, personally, I'd say he, just based off of like the first couple of games this year, yeah. definitely. I don't think Mount, um, Mason Mount is a better player than James Madison. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely... I think there's definitely an element of preference there. Um, I don't think they're necessarily miles away from each other or that Ma- Madison is miles away from, from Mount Rubber, but I definitely think there's an element of preference in that selection. Um, preference of style, preference of... Um, like just the way... More, so yeah, style, style more is most important anyway, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and I think Mount does deserve his, his spot, but right. I do kind of feel like this was... He's had the carpet almost laid out like he was. Yeah. He was, you know, kind of touted for this long before anyone, yeah. long before anyone else, really. I feel like it's mad because I, I kind of feel like if Madison was playing for Chelsea, he'd be starting. I feel like there's a heavy Chelsea influence because of obviously <laughs> Steve, Steve Holland's there. But um, uh, another thing I, got, I wanted to ask you guys is, um, so Chilwell has been linked with Chelsea, and obviously Chilwell played. And actually, Palumi, um, I'm going to go to you again because I, I, I saw you tweet that at first you didn't kind of get what people were talking about with Chilwell, but after England performances, it's almost like you're on board now. Um, so with Ben Chilwell, when I watched him specifically, and it's kind of a, a specific time period, but um, in the 2017 under-21 Euros and in around that time where he was just kind of um, starting to stake a claim, I couldn't see what people saw in him because I felt like he was very tentative. Yeah. Um, and I've, at the time as well, it was highlighted because both of our fullbacks were like, it was him and Mason Holgate. So getting forward at the time, we looked proper, proper, um, you know, out of ideas. So for me, I was kind of 
not sure what people saw in him going forward. Yeah. Um, wasn't that aggressive, wasn't that hungry, um, was quite timid, I'd say. Um, and almost, he looks a little bit more physical now, not just necessarily like with his aggression, but the way he kind of is able to to burst forward. He's, he's not like rapid or anything, but you yeah. can see that there's a lot more um, zip in the way he, he dribbles and carries the ball. So I think um, his performances for Leicester that I've seen, um, even that there was like a, there's a, there's a few moments in the game where I felt like he was just, you know, comfortable. Um, going forward, at least, anyway. So, um, so yeah, so I'm, would, key, I'm a lot more keen on Chua. Would, so, would you want him for Chelsea, knowing that, and this is out to me, this is out to Jermaine, uh, because a lot of people are saying we want two strong players for each position. Do you think it's viable, and do you want Chilwell at Chelsea? Because we are linked. We'll go to Jermaine first, and then Meads. Um, in, in terms of uh, signing Chilwell, I think, we could definitely do with a depth because obviously you always need competition in, in those areas, especially like if you look at the situation we have now with Emerson getting injured and then someone like Alonso coming in to, to um, replace him. Everybody's at panic stations now because we know that Alonso is going to be playing against Wolves on the weekend. Yeah. So you don't want a situation like that, but at the same time, I don't really see Chilwell being at a level that Emerson can't get to because I've been screaming for Emerson to play play for us since... I think it was towards um, the end of Conte's second season. Yeah. And um, I did say, like, if he got more game time and he'd just been shown a little bit more confidence from the manager to play him and that, he, he would he would eventually get to a level where he could kind of stake a claim to be our, our you know, first-choice left-back. Right. So I don't, I don't really feel like Chilwell's got enough for me to be like, oh, you know, we, we really should sign him for 70 million. Like, I don't really see that, Right. to be fair. But that's just that's just my opinion, isn't it? Meads, what what are you thinking on on Chilwell? Do you feel like it's viable for us to take the England left back if he is the first left left back? In fact, I know this is obviously Chelsea, but do you feel like he's England's best left back? And do you think it's viable that you know we have Emerson as a star and Chilwell as a squad rotation player? Um, I think is he our, is he our best left back? No, I'd probably say he's our most consistent left back. I think Danny Rose is definitely the best left back. But he's not as consistent and he isn't, I don't think he's as good going forward as Chilwell and as, um, I'd say, direct. Um, what I have at Chelsea, I love Chilwell. Mm. You guys probably know I'm a big fan of Chilwell. But in terms of buying him at £70 million, pounds, or 70, at least Mad. £75 million. Pounds, Mad. And for me, that's crazy for someone that's not going to supremely improve your team. I think Emerson and I've rated Emerson for a minute, mm. he's quality. I think he's a, he's a player. And I don't think you spend £70 million is going to enhance Chelsea significantly enough for it to be warranted. That The one thing especially mm. is that you can't spend £75 million on him mm. and expect Emerson to be okay to hold bench, especially when he's right. done nothing wrong. To Well, not even done anything wrong. He's played excellent. <laughs> yeah. He's played at an extremely high level. So why would you then go and spend £75 million on someone that isn't necessarily better than you. So it's let me ask, I, so, yeah, so let yeah. me ask you this: Who do you think is better out of Chilwell and Emerson? Just straight shoot out. Straight shoot out. I don't think there's. <laughs> it's a weird one. I'd say they're probably about level. Yeah. I don't think. Do you know I think Emerson's good defensively as well. Like, yeah, I so do I. In terms of forwards, oh, you know what? I think Emerson's better I going think, forward. I think he's clear. To I was be just fair. about to say that as well. Emerson's better. I think Emerson's better than yeah. going forward and better technically as well. So yeah. I'd probably give it to Emerson. I'd probably give, does, give it to does, Yeah, I'd probably give it to does Emerson. Anyone does anyone differ? Is anyone in the Chilwell camp? No, not me. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm firmly um, in that Emerson. I'm, I'm, I'd say that just personally, mm. I, I'm not sitting on the fence, but more so that I don't think I've... Watched enough. I've watched either, either of them closely enough to really to judge their games. Um, Fair enough. I like, I like both in, in different areas now. But um, it just in terms of signing Chilwell and um, having almost signing like a star for that sort of money, um, I personally would hope, in the same way that maybe like a, a Guardiola doesn't necessarily let the price he's paid for a player dictate their minutes, I would be keen on potentially buying a, a level. I think the, obviously the money is, is a factor, but at the same time, I'm kind of now in this camp of the market is the market. Yeah. Um, and um, if if they do if they were to, to go in for Chilwell, then 
you've got then got two if we're saying if you guys you know think Emerson is as good as you say he is um, mm. and that's not to say that I, I think he's bad <laughs> but, um, but if, if he's no but if he's at the level that we're speaking and we're saying that yeah. um, Chua was a similar level then having two players of that level is a no-brainer to me um, and that... whether or not it's viable mm. in terms of minutes is is kind of is another question I was yeah. going to say because when you have two players of a good level right it's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult to balance that. Yeah. Unless they're in like split minutes, then you're going to have a question. Yeah. Of, um, but then I think the alternative is then that you have someone slightly worse. Right. Exactly. Um, and that's also something that I'm personally keen on. I, I prefer yeah. to to spend. Yeah. I prefer to spend that sort of money um, and have them battle it out and through and then. Someone develops a preference over one and the other, and then, then you uh, kind of give one the other one that incentive to kind of keep going. That's, the thing is, that's, I was going to say that's so short term though, because if you're spending yeah. that big money, like I don't think it's a viable way to build a squad to like spend money on two big players for each position and have them battle it out. That's such an inefficient way to, to build a squad. Not, in my but opinion. it's not necessarily yeah. to me. It's, that's not necessarily a, um, a one size fits all. Yeah, but for that but position, just in this, in in yes, in that position specifically, especially because I mean, the, the only alternative then is that you you kind of well, you wait for Matson to develop. Right. So we're we're talking about we're in this kind of youth age. We've got Matson. Obviously, we yeah. had Castillo, who's gone because I feel like Castillo was thinking, okay, cool. I'm not seeing any minutes, not even in preseason. So mm. you know, things are looking tough. We have been linked with Gaia. I know Meads, you've been a big fan of Gaia before. Um, would you welcome him as a? Um, no, I wouldn't, and that's because I rate Guy highly. So it's just yeah. one of them ones where I'd again, I'd much rather we don't do that. Where we're we're getting a because my guy's not a squad player, but he can very well be one. Yeah, but I think he's good enough to start for us. So I don't think we should be doing that. Right. I think we should be leaving those opportunities for players that well, then they may not start, but when they're called upon, they can play. So I'd rather give those opportunities to young players. I wouldn't want that to be Gaia. I wouldn't want that to be Emerson. So yeah. I'd yeah. much rather do that. Jermaine? And, oh, sorry. Oh, no, and also, um, I think it'd be a, a, a mess, um, not only for, for Emerson, yeah. but just for I guess, the club. Because yeah. we, we found us in that situation with Courtois, uh, not Courtois, sorry. Yeah, we found some Courtois and Petacek. Yeah, we found us with that situation mm. with um, Torres and Drogba. Uh, yeah, Torres and Drogba. We, we found ourselves in that situation so many times, yeah. and it just never works yeah. long term. I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know, Jermaine. Was you going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say that in in terms of um, what Pels was saying, in terms of like balancing it, balancing it out with um, the two left backs and having a, um, having an obvious option. For if, say, for example, one of them gets injured or whatever, then you've got somebody to come in. It's easier to balance out like minutes and stuff like that when you're winning trophies, and that's why Pep and City can do it yeah. so well. Because you see, Mares, Mares is getting minutes here and there. He isn't starting as much as he was, but he's winning trophies, isn't but, it? so but, he's not really going to say Jermaine. Mares is unhappy as well. This is what I'm saying. I feel like people are no, know, unrealistic. Yeah. Like he's he's locked down to a big contract on big money, so it's difficult for him to get out. But he's wasted his unhappiness. <laughs> But obviously, that what, I get, what, I, yeah. what I'd say on that though is that in the same respect, um, you then had someone like Bernardo Silva in the first season who barely touched mm. the pitch, right? Um, yeah. And he was more than willing to kind of keep continue to stake his claim. Obviously, on the flip side, you then have Mahrez, you then also have Sane, um, and that's. But my my point is simply that I don't think necessarily that it's a it's something that constant that is um, always recurring. That you might have there are some kind of different examples. Yeah. Um, and Bernardo yeah. Silva was kind of the one I had in mind when I thought Chilwell. But if if you if you buy in to what it is you're almost being being sold um, wholly, then then you're more likely to kind of be willing to yeah. to run the bench for periods. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that I'm sure that Pep told Bernardo Silva, "Listen, we've got a game plan for you." David Silva's old, you know. We are probably yeah, going to replace time. him. So that yeah, they sold him along. But it's difficult when you buy Chilwell and Emerson to say, "Well, what are you going to say to him?" Emerson's like 25, so. So that's why I feel like that is a bit is a bit more difficult. But obviously, it's a tricky position as well. That fullback's not one of them positions where you can really you've got to kind of have like your your main start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously, on the other end, we've we've been linked with Atal. Now he's like 
all I know about this Atal guy is that he's always got the highest dribbling stats for like for a right back. He's got like he's dribbling stats compares with wingers, but he plays at right back. I think he plays for Nice. But um, again, so because as P seems like he's on the way out, I think everybody's kind of understanding that we've got Reese James and he seems the heir to that position. Then would you say it's a good move to buy this Atal guy? Is there anyone in the conversation here that is a big fan of him, or um, do we just not know much about him? I've never seen him play. Meads? Jermaine? Never, no, never seen him play. Jermaine? Same, same one, I'm not going to Okay, cool, never cool. Never seen him play. No, no problem. All. all right, so Sancho also played, because we're talking about England, and obviously Sancho just seems like he's heavily somehow aligned to Chelsea. Now, me and Meads, we, we kind of went at it today at the group chat, and I think our opinion... So, like, I don't know, Meads, I don't know if you want to frame the conversation, but basically, I was saying that, yes, there's many reasons why Sancho will pick Chelsea over United. I agree. And I kind of would lean to the fact that Sancho actually might pick Chelsea over United. But I feel like Sancho, we would have big competition from United. I don't think it's cut and dried that Sancho pick, picks us over United. I think that United still represents a great option for um, Sancho. So I, I'm, I guess what I'm asking to you guys, number one, do you want him? Were you impressed by the performances? Do you think he'll be a good fit for Chelsea? And do you feel like you know, we've got competition from United or anyone else for him. We'll start with Jermaine. And <laughs> who don't want Sancho right now, to yeah. be fair? Yeah. Uh, um, I'll take Sancho all day long, if I'm being honest. I know, Dan, you know already that I was, um, I had high hopes for Pulisic coming in and probably like, yeah, yeah. Kind of excelling. And obviously, it's still early days. He's only 20 years We've old. We've got a Pulisic day, section like, later yeah. on, so, <laughs> so we'll deal with that. But yeah, like, um, I do think, obviously, Sancho for Chelsea is a no-brainer at the moment, only because there's a lot of chemistry there in terms of within the squad. It's London. There's, there's so many positives for him in terms of coming to Chelsea and it being a long-term project, especially with the way we're kind of um, going with this theme of youth at the moment and stuff like that. So, in terms of all of that, I think it will be a good move for him. It's a good move for Chelsea. He can probably end up winning trophies at Chelsea if we stick towards like our project, if we do have one, which right. is probably blending youth players in with elite players as well, elite talent. But Sancho is a baller, man. Objectively, like, objectively, is a Chelsea move better than a United move for him? No. 100%. 100%. No, I don't think... I don't think... Okay. Um, the, reason why, <laughs> the reason why I don't think um, a Chelsea move is necessarily better, so to speak, yeah. is because I think... It's, well, I don't, do you know what it is? Maybe this is just like a, a romantic thing, yeah. but I do have this like idea that there's going to be an, a United resurgence at some point. <laughs> yeah. um, and it might just be because historically they've always been a massive club. Yeah. But um, financially... Um, marketing-wise, yeah. um, what a Sancho signing means to Man United um, as a statement is is insane um, mm. for him. Like in terms of his name, I think it I think it'd do a lot more for him, like individually in terms of the profile, um, than a Chelsea move. That I being agree. said, I do like in this kind of to when Hazard was leaving Lille, yeah. and there was like a couple of a couple of teams. City were um, in for moving. United, Spurs. yeah. So th- 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 he had a Obviously, Eden had a lot of um, options. Um, and it might be a case of him just going to the team that is best placed at, um, for him in yeah. terms of... More more in terms of their, where they finish. Because I know that, oh, I've, from what I've, I've heard, us going in for him is contingent upon whether or not whether we finish in the top four or not. Um, and I think it's very possible that either of us, Man United or Chelsea, could finish, you know, fifth, sixth. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm. That's why I'm not sure that it's this. There's this massive gap, yeah. or there's this massive, you know, disparity in either one of the moves because actually we're. I'd say we're pretty similar level Meads. in terms of maybe. Okay. Oh, oh, I was going to say Meads, before you answer. I, I was just going to mention that you mentioned Hazard, and the reason why one of the one of the main reasons why Hazard picked Chelsea was because obviously Joe Cole whispered in his ear. So mm. obvi- obviously we've got Pulisic who's played with Sancho. We've got. Oh, it's just Pulisic, but um, Callum. Yeah, but Meads, what, what's your thoughts on this then? Because we were having a debate earlier. Um, so the reason why I don't believe it's not that they're, they're not a viable option. I think they're a worse option 
than Chelsea is because with Chelsea, one, st- structurally, I think we're far better structured than Manchester United as a football club. Yeah. As much as United are the biggest brand in football, um, in terms of an actual structure, there is nothing there. They've got <laughs> Edward Wood and then the manager. Yeah. And the worst thing about that is that Ed Woodward is not willing to relinquish any power in regards to his footballing duties. And as a result, Manchester United have stagnated. Now, in terms of getting a director of football in place, that'll take a, a couple of time, a couple of years to bed in. Yeah. Whether Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to be there, you don't know. In terms of Lampard and Chelsea, at the very least, Chelsea have got some form of structure in yeah. place. Now, whether it is going to be a consistent thing, uh, you don't know. Chelsea is very um, volatile for for managers, but one thing that is constant is Chelsea's ability to win titles, Chelsea's ability is to be in and around the top four at the very least. And I don't think anyone coming to Chelsea, their reputation as a, as a, a, a brand, yeah. any harm gets done to it at all. And that's not to say, because you don't really know. No one really knows if Sancho actually wants to be a brand anyway, yeah. or a big global star anyway. No one really knows. He right. might just want to kick ball and chill with his boys. And that doesn't seem far removed from a lot of players. And I don't think that Sancho going to Chelsea would harm his career in any way, um, because I, I, again, I don't think that a title is anywhere. I don't think a title at Chelsea is far away as it is at United. Um, um, especially given the, given the given the situation where he's from London, he's there with his boys, Arsenal <laughs> Derby in the team. Yeah, um, obviously is there. Um, yeah. Frank Lampard, the whole youth uh, culture, the whole youth British culture as yeah. well. I think there's a lot that will pull him to the club. There's a strong But again, form. that's yeah, the reason agree, why I say it's a viable option. Just on that. It's better. Just, but I'm just saying more viable. Okay. I'd say, I, the only thing I would say yeah, is that I think sometimes we, I think the like the role that someone like Woodward plays or like the, the structure at, at United is somewhat overstated in terms of, not to say that it's not a problem, it's a massive problem, like, for generally speaking. But I don't think personally that... Um, Players, players will consider that as heavily as we might think they do, um, yeah. and I also don't think that um, I don't think that the co- the structure in terms of even footballing wise is comparable in the sense that yes, currently this is our culture, and like you said, we are volatile. Um, so within that, it's almost like we can get at United for not having um, or for having Oli as a manager, or you know um, Edward would doing what he's doing. But for us, for all we know, if we if we have a bad season this year. Shake Our up. situation could very quickly change. Um, yeah. 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 So, um, I guess my, my question is, what did you think of Sancho's performances for England? I know, again, I think probably everyone's going to say the same thing, but it seems like it could be Sancho or Zaha. Maybe both, but it seems like at its point it might be one or the other. Is there anyone that might say, actually, I'd prefer Zaha? Ooh, silence, <laughs> silence. You know what? The, the only thing about the only thing about comparing them two, yeah, yeah. that I think Zaha does have, yeah, over um, Sancho. Sancho. I think Zaha's played against better opposition. You know, if I'm being honest, like I, I don't like. I think what Sancho's played against probably who's the, who's the best best team he's probably played against? Probably Bayern Munich, right? Well, yeah. he played Champions League too, um, but then. So he played Spurs. I think he was supposed to be good in that game. I watched it. To be fair, most of the games I've seen Sancho in, he hasn't really... I think this. Okay, so we've seen Hudson for England and we've seen Sancho for England. I I don't think Sancho's performances for England has touched what Hudson did in the English shirt. I agree. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was, I was going to say as well. If you look at the opposition as well that we played against yeah. in terms of like the last two teams... like. It's nothing to get excited about, really. Mm. If we're being honest, if Zaha had been playing against them teams, they would have got ruined in the same way. Yeah, like it might have been, it might have been worse because one on one, Zaha is probably just as good or, or even better. I think he's if better. If we're being honest, I think I exactly. Think, I think he's a lot better. I think that he can take on teams by himself. I think Sancho does a lot of dribbling in short spurts. The only thing that is makes Sancho the better option is because Sancho is so much younger. I, I think yeah. that's the main thing, and Sancho. For, do you know what I think it is? I think because Sancho played at City with Guardiola and the same way Sterling has become this output monster under Guardiola, I feel like some if they might have translated it through to the youth teams because 
With Sancho, forget about the skills and the running. His movement and his ability to always make the right decision in the box. That's why his numbers are crazy. Yeah, second to none, yeah, 100%. Right? And that's kind of why I want him at um, Chelsea. But, all right, cool. I guess we're all in the Sancho camp. But um, did anybody see quickly, just running up the international section, did anyone see the Belgium game? I didn't. Any I of the did. Belgium? All right, me, is that you? I saw a little bit of it, yeah. Oh, Jermaine. Okay, um, so are you talking about the one that KDB started? Yeah, the free assist, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was the Lukaku one. Obviously, Batshuayi scored two goals um, in the game before. I don't know if you guys saw that, but... Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I, one of them was a penalty, to be fair. But it, it does feel like yeah. Batshuayi, I don't know, no matter what he does, he'll he'll get on the score, but he'll never get, get a chance. I don't know. But um, the, what I want to talk about with KD, KDB is, obviously, people want us to stop talking about KDB because... He left Chelsea a long time ago. But he has to be the worst fuck-up that we've had. And, and I can't get over it. I just can't, I can't get I'll, over I'll it. I'll never be able to go over it. I'll never be able to go yeah. over it. And this, that, because that was so, my guy. Yeah. That was my guy. Criminal. So, yeah. there's no, I can't get over that, that, that yeah. fumble. That is a disgusting, disgusting fumble. It's nasty. Yeah. It's, every, every time I think about the, the KDB movie, yeah, I remember the game against Hull and I, and I was watching it. Mm. And I just, I just kept asking myself the question, like, what, like, I don't understand what Jose Mourinho was, was seeing. Like, what, yeah. was, what was the problem? Because the, the tech was there from early, yeah. so early. And he just completely, like, just bypassed it. Just didn't even bother. Yeah, it's nasty. Me and, like, me, taking notes. Me and me were on the front line because when players don't play, they can't control the narrative of how good they are. So, like, me, it was literally me and me just saying, no, this player, trust me, people are going to see. Just give it. I can't, just wait until he leaves. But people are like, yeah, but he's not playing. And you know this whole kind of... I suppose it's like similar with Batshuayi. Like the whole, oh, but there must be something wrong because the manager doesn't fancy him. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, moving on quickly to Jorginho. Jorginho has been doing bare PR interviews about, I'm a Chelsea man. I'm a bit... Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, um, I'm, I'm... I think a, it's, it's like him trying to make a play for the captaincy. I, yeah. think, I think that's what's happening. And to be honest, I think everyone knows that Aspie's getting out of the team right. very, very soon. Like, look at the PR on Reece James and his yeah. injury. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah. I think everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows that basically um, Jorginho will probably be the captain after Aspie gets panned to the bench. You think That's so? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Lampard's talked him up. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously talking up that, you know, he's a Chelsea man. He wants to prove himself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen still. You're right. Uh, Lampard keeps yeah. on talking about, since he's been there in training, he's been super impressed, not just by Jorginho's attitude, but also his effect on the other players, his kind of command. Um, and yeah, Aspi, I feel like Aspi's putting out content as well to try to say, look, I'm, I'm here to look after the youngsters, but look, bruv, your first job is to defend, man. And, and he's been horrible. But, Bro, it's making me sick. Yeah. I can't lie. Yeah. All that PI is there, that's what's making me sick. Yeah. So, obviously, in the, for Italy as well, Emerson's picked up an injury. We can't buy any luck with this shit. The good news is that he's obviously, it's not a bad injury, but it does mean, like um, Jermaine was saying earlier, Alonso might be starting. So, the question is, what do you feel like? Because, again, Lampard's supposed to be this brave guy. Matson actually, Matson is that how you say it? Matson. Yeah. Yeah, he played in preseason. He did, he did well. So, do you feel like Lampard will play Alonso or Matson coming into the Wolves match? We've got Wolves away on Saturday. For um, so first of all, I think I think Emerson trained today. I think okay. Fair um, so if so, then I'm still kind of hopeful they will play. If yeah. not, I I don't want him to play Alonso. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if he played Alonso simply because he knows that pace is what is going to. Alonso will be facing pace. Oh and shit! Everyone, uh, everyone and uh, everyone and their dog can see that Alonso is not a good defender. And if he's up against Adama Traore, Traore yeah. we are in deep, deep trouble because Traore's end product has started to improve. And you know, I think Dan, you were saying quite. I think maybe two seasons ago that this guy he would improve eventually. He yeah. will get it, and if he does get it, he'll be a good player. Yeah, I think I've come to that time now. 
I think, um, yeah. yeah, I think with Adama, I wouldn't have minded Matt Chelsea when he was playing wing backs because I don't, yeah. I still don't trust his output. But with wing backs, you know, you can have Moses there as long as they run up and down, it doesn't really matter as much. But yeah, but um, I don't know, um, Pels, Jermaine, what do you think? Would you prefer what would you prefer that he would go with Mutson if you don't really want Alonso to play? And what do you think is going to happen? Um. I'm not really sure about um, him as a prospect just because I haven't seen him play. Fair enough. Um, but what I would say is just the, um, the only thing that, for me, would like potentially stop me from playing a kid his his age in, in a game, especially against Adama Traore, is just the physique. Um, yeah. Because he, I saw him ragdoll Luca, Luca Dini the other day. Yeah. Um, I watched him play against Ola Einar, um, against Torino, and he had a proper like crazy good game yeah so um it's almost like if if you back Matson to to be able to defend better 1v1 then I'd say play him but obviously physique comes into it temperament comes into it um and it's just it's obviously there's risk in playing anyone but it's, it's just that maybe right. that added pressure of, of that that tense battle yeah. as the first game I guess Jermaine mm. oh bro I I, I hate Alonso <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't lie to you. I hate him, but like not as in as a person. But yeah, yeah. Just, you know, his, his performances are just so so bad. Like, right. and I feel like right now, where one of our fullbacks is already having a nightmare already. Like yeah. since the start of the season, he's played bad. Like even against Norwich, like people were saying, "Oh, he played. He played well. He got an assist." Bro, he played bad defensively. <laughs> he was bad. Yeah. And it's like we're gonna have that on the left as well against a team like Wolves, who are so like they're so organized. And in terms of the, the distribution from the midfield and the ability to pick out a pass in, from Neves and Matinho, I just feel like it's one thing being slow, but it's another thing not being able to defend. And we've got that on both sides at the moment. And it's just, so, it just spells like... Oh, so man, what's the solution? What's your solution? What, what would you do? Well, I'd do a madness. I'd do something like put Rudiger left back and play oh, another yeah. centre back just to not see Alonso. Or, or Kovacic or whatever. Just... Oh shit, Kovacic is injured too. That's another thing. Kovacic, Kante, yeah. so yeah. many injuries. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so obviously we've had a little bit of a break, um, but from the first four games, I kind of want to ask you, is there, anything, is there anything that has changed since the beginning of the season up until now that you thought of Chelsea? Is there anything that, is anyone you rate more? Or do you, like, this, is, this goes to management and players. Um, and yeah, just that's an open question. So we'll go with Meads. Um, you know what? I I think I rate us as a team a bit more than I, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I think that we're actually not as bad as um, I expect us to be. Um, but our patterns of play is very actually pretty good. Good, good in build up. Um, but any, just, any individuals you feel, you feel like is better than uh, you expected? Better than expected. Um. Uh, and you know what? I, I think Mount Mount has impressed me okay. a lot more than I thought he'd be. Um, he's me? definitely with a lot more confidence than I, that I expect in town. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, Tammy maybe no. Tammy's been okay as well. Okay, uh, no, but with Tammy, you with the type of striker is you always know he's going to get the goals, but it's just will he get enough of them? Um, yeah. Because I think he will get the scrappy goals here and there. Um, but in terms of him actually being a, a, a great focal point for us to play for, him, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's done enough to impress me like that. But he scored the goal, so I, I can't take that away from him. Right. Uh, yeah, that's it, really. No one else has really, really surprised me. Okay. Um, is there anything... So basically, is, is there anything you've changed your mind about? And that's open to... Palumi, that's open to Jermaine. It's like so. Obviously, coming into the season, a lot of people were thinking four-two-three-one. It has to be four-two-three-one. It looks like now it's a four-three-three. Um, in terms of, I think for me, just to get it kicked off with Abraham, Tammy was a question mark for me because I've never seen a lot of people said he's a championship striker. He'll score goals in the championship. He can't do it in the Premier League. I disagree. I think it was more that he has to be at a team that gets the ball in the box because he does all of his scoring in the box. And so if you're playing for a Swansea like he was and they're barely getting the ball into the box, you're not going to have a chance to convert. So I did feel like he did have a good chance of converting if he played for a bigger club. However, 
I wasn't sure about his overall game to play for a big club. I don't think he, I didn't think he had enough to play for a big club. I I don't know now because I feel like yeah he's got a good game, but I I do feel like he doesn't get involved as much in the game as I think Mishy would be involved. But to be fair, um, his shooting has impressed me. I know he's been staying back and practicing with Lampard, but his shooting, even the shot against United, he seems to have power and accuracy, which is mad because during the training we all heard about how Tammy was missing and all that type of shit, but. Yeah, he's actually impressed me. Um, Mount, I, I wouldn't say he's impressed me much, but I've always, I've always liked Mount. Um, I'm disappointed with... Um, do you know what I'm disappointed with? I'm disappointed with Lampard a bit, you know? I, I don't, yeah. yeah. And, and the reason why I'm disappointed with him is because it seems like he's making a lot of elementary mistakes. And it seems like a lot of learning on the job. And he himself says that we've reviewed games and we're making changes, so it's very reactionary. Um, but I'm still positive because obviously we've got a lot of young players to come back. This isn't our best team. We've got a lot of hitters to come back. But yeah, um, anyone... I don't know if Palumi or uh, Jermaine, you want to add to that? Um, Anything? I think I think Emerson. Emerson's surprised me in terms of how well he's playing. Like I knew, I knew he was always going to be um, a good player for us. But I think... In terms of, I didn't really expect him to be our best player, yeah. like at the beginning of this season. Yeah. So I think he's he's um he surprised me a little bit in terms of defensively, especially. I think like I, I didn't expect him to be so solid like the way he's been yeah. on the, on that left side. Um, I think Kovac, uh, Kovacic as well. Oh, yeah. I think Kovacic has been like one of our kind of like shining lights at times yeah. in the midfield. I, I know. It's still like defensively, we look a bit shaky on the transition, like when we lose the ball, and at least he can't really do everything alone. But I, I do think he's been like, um, one of the players to watch this season as well, playing for us. Fair enough. Palumi, do you want to add anything? Um, I said I'm, I was quite impressed with. I've been quite impressed with Lampard's presses. Um, mm. I think he just. I don't know if it's a PR thing or. But I do feel like he comes out with the right stuff. I do think there's a there has been an element, a, a large element of meritocracy. So the fact that Tomori um, started the other day, yeah. although I'm not sure um, it was the actual right change, yeah. I do like the fact that he was able to win his spot in tra- in training. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that Billy Gilmore got on. I know a lot of people had a problem with it, yeah. but for me, um, it just showed him back in his his backing up his words almost. Yeah. Um, and that was something that, although the result didn't go the right way, I, I do see a lot of value in. Yeah, um, 100%. I think there's, I think, one thing I would say is that I'm not as as bothered by the results as I thought I would be. Yeah. Um, so, like, conceding to Sheffield, I didn't flinch. Um, and and I'd, I think he, he, he tried to raise expectations because he doesn't want, he doesn't want people to give, to have this idea, and by he, I mean Lampard, I don't think he wants people to have this idea that that he has a free hit. Yeah. Um, and he raised expectations and said, you know, we're Chelsea and we should get in the top four. And I think that raised, raised that raised my own expectations at that point. Yeah. Um, but I do think, realistically, that based off, just off of the games I've seen the res- and the results to go with them, I don't think we have just enough to, to be operating at the level where I feel like he suggested we he wants us to be. So, if you know what I mean. So, so my question is, because... I'm looking at the table. Do you know, I don't know about you guys, but it kind of feels like people think Spurs finished third last season. I don't know if it's just me that's getting that. But whenever people do the breakdown of like the teams, they're like, yeah, you know, United, sorry, City and, and Liverpool, they're, they're their own thing. Then Spurs will be shortly behind. But I'm like, Spurs have got their own issues. But so for me, yeah. if you look at the table right now, Spurs, they don't ha- they're not going through a season with a new manager, a supposedly yeah. inexperienced manager. I know they've played City and, and Arsenal already, but they've lost to Newcastle. And it's like, whenever Chelsea make mistakes, it's like, oh, it's down to inexperience, it's down to experience of the manager, or, the, or it's down to youngsters. But we're on the same points as Spurs. And, and it's, I feel like it's weird for me because, again, like Palumi said, I don't feel like, even though, listen, we've, we've won one game out of four, but it still doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't feel that bad. But maybe it's because we've got the inj- injured players to come back. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I think it's because a lot of us are thinking. Well, one, we're always going to be doing 
because Hazard's left. Two, mm. our best players that beyond Hazard are injured. So, and also because the injuries they're not they're not severely long term. I think everyone's kind of hopeful that the situation will change once they're back. So there's a little bit of positivity in these losses yeah. or in these results. Um, and I guess I think that I, I want to say Chelsea fans have been somewhat under, more understanding than normal. And that's probably because, you know, they like Lampard more than yeah. they like, you know, sorry. I, don't, yeah. I won't say for what reasons. But, you know, he's one of their own as well. So you're going to be more um, lenient with yeah. people that you actually like. So... It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Just, to, just to echo what Lee said as well, like, I think when you look at some of these other teams as well, like Man United and Tottenham, when they are dropping points, remember, they've, they've pretty much got their full strength sides out. Yeah. Like, if you're, if, like, if you're looking at it properly, like, they've got their full strength sides out, they're dropping points. Chelsea have got probably four or five players that could, that could start mm. that, are, that have been injured. So... For me, that's the main reason why I've been positive because I feel like Reese James is going to be an upgrade on Aspie as soon as he's fit to play. We've got Hudson who comes in, Loftus Cheek. That's already three players that we we 100% know are going to be playing better mm. and making our team better when when they come back to to the starting eleven. So, so when Hudson comes in, who's who's getting dropped? I know the answer already. <laughs> I know the answer already. So wait, Jermaine, that's your boy, right? Huh? That's your boy, Pulisic. Don't try to say my boy. I just wanted the best for him. Nah, do you know what it is? Because him. before the season, <laughs> I had to do lengthy, like, fucking threads about how, listen, you're overrating this player. So, but, okay, yeah, so yeah. so give me the, what you what you was hoping for and give me the, the now situation with Pulisic. Nah, to, to, to be honest, I, I wanted to see, like, I, we all know he's got good close dribbling. Um, has he? Let me just say. Yeah, he has. No, he no has wait, 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 because I've got. A, I know I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you run, but I saw a stat today, an interesting stat. Apparently, Pulisic. <laughs> <laughs> Pulisic is that you saying bullshit name? He's lost the ball the most time. Like I think it's second most times in the Premier League. There's well, only uh, one player for like. To be asked. Yeah. yeah, and I, I was saying this uh, on the way back from the last pod. It feels like when he's running with the ball, do you know like American football where you're just running to gain yardage? Like he knows <laughs> that he's gonna lose the ball, but he's just running as much as possible before someone kind of tackles him. Like he doesn't protect the ball at all when he runs. But that doesn't mean he's, he hasn't got close, good close dribbling though. Oh, no, yes. that's literally what it means. Because if that's he, literally what yeah, because if he has, nah, then that means that <laughs> people with good close dribbling when they get pressed, they can still dribble. This guy. <laughs> To be fair, like it shows up in bits, but I feel like he's better running to space than when it when when he's crowded. I honestly think that he should be looking to model his game on a young Theo Walcott because yeah. when it's to close control and trying to dribble past people and beat his man, it's not working. Bruv. It's it's not working at all. Alright, so at- I did, you know what I did say though, I I I will have to agree with you because I did say that when I was watching him dribble like a couple of times against Sheffield United, especially. Just doesn't look like he's trying to. It doesn't look like he's actually trying to beat the man. That yeah. was what was bothering me the most. Like he gets the ball at all. Yeah, there's no aggression in his in his um, dribbling. Whereas like with Hudson, as soon as he gets Bruv. the ball, he's going for the net. It's like, danger. Straight, straight it's da- you know you can feel the danger when Hudson gets the ball. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah. So but I'm like, not gonna lie, I'll take the L with Pulisic this one. But, but. The, the thing is with Pulisic that I understand is that no matter how many poor performances he puts in or nothing performances, people are still like, nah, he's in my first eleven. <laughs> no, I'm gonna ride this onto the world. He's got that William. He's got that William. All right, you know when you're not doing anything, you're Wait, making good. Dan, yeah. Are you, are you surprised? These are the same people that were riding out with Morata until the death. Yeah, it's mad. So, it's so weird. Like, because, and you know what it is? I generally figured because he's a big money signing. Yeah. And no one wants to ignore that fact. Yeah, well, people are trying to kind of hush it, hush it. Yeah. But mm. he's a big money signing, and yeah. fans are very, very, very scared. Of their big money signing swapping, yeah. so they're gonna do their utmost to force it. And that's what's happening here. Did you see the quote? Do you think it's because of the age, though? Do you think it's because of the age? Why no, 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 no. It's big money signers in general. Yeah, big yeah. money signers in general. No, I mean? I'm saying, I'm saying. Do you think they're there's um, hope? Do you, do you think they're they're like trying to ignore it because of his age? So you know, like 50 million stretches a long way if you if that player goes, but you, nah. if that player gets better over the I'll years, say this. I'll say this. When I remember seeing Lukaku at 16, and everyone was saying. Yeah, he's got a bad touch, but he's 16. Lukaku is 26 <laughs> now, 
and he's still got that bad touch. There's some shit like I, I know what you're saying because he's young. People are saying maybe when he's 25 he'll be better, but I feel like Pulisic isn't going to be anywhere near Hudson's level. Um, no yeah, and I feel like do you know what he's a hard worker in it, and like I think he'll be a good squad player. But um, nothing, nothing more for me. Like, like he. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll last. Actually, you know that. Like watching him now, if he if he continues the way he's going on now, Bruv. I'll be honest with you. I don't think he'll last. That. Well, do you know what? I'll Maybe give. I'll give you three seasons. I'll give you this at least. At least you're kind of dropping the like. A lot of people will ride this until the the rules fall off. But quickly, I want to bring up Kepa because I've seen Mead's tweet about Kepa, and um, I don't know. I don't know if what Mead's. I don't know if you have an agenda against him, or maybe you're just you're seeing something. That. Um, I don't know. What are you seeing? Basically, we had this conversation, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. About Kepa. And everyone asked what Kepa's thoughts were, about what your thoughts were on Kepa. And I was saying that, you know what? I don't think he's a top keeper. <laughs> and uh, I think he's a good keeper. Yeah. But I don't think he's a top keeper. I hate to because say you're probably in your top 10, I think. Sorry? Yes. No, I said, no, 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 I said, he's <laughs> my top 10. you go back, I put him in my top 10 anyway, that's you, that's not me, <laughs> I, I said, I, I said, he's probably misses out on our top 10, just about, sure. but um, I've been to give keeper, but top keeper, nah, and the reason being, and I, I, I specified why before, is that there's too many instances where you think, yeah, he should do better, yeah. way too many instances, and that, that, a top keeper, you don't feel that way. Yeah. A top keeper, you'll never be thinking. You know what? You should do better there. Yeah. Uh, and it's every other game. That's true. I could, you could you could think about the think about the goals conceded. Yeah. So against Norwich, he should do better there. Against the Pookie goal, he should do better there. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's there's it's, it's always moments. Um, even Manchester United, some of the goals yeah. should have done better there. Um, Spurs come to mind. I think the Harry Kane shot. Yes, yeah. Spurs should have done better there last season. Aguero should have done better there. Bernardo, uh, was it wasn't Bernardo. It was Gunnigan should have done better there. Yeah. It just if, and his wrists aren't strong. Yeah. So he will get there, and that's and crazy because he go. he can get there. He can get to the shots, but his hands did flap. <laughs> crazy. It's do, crazy. Do you, and that's, do you know what the weird thing about it is? Because he's is a seventy million goalkeeper. You would think that price tag will weigh way heavy, but he's like yeah. the first big massive signing I've seen. Where he hasn't really been a star, but the price tag it hasn't been heavy on him. Yeah, do you know what? It's fair. He's got mad confidence, and I rate it. Yeah, he has unwavering confidence. Yeah, yeah. but nah, I, I, I don't think he's world class. I don't think he's top draw. I, I just, I don't see it. I don't feel it. Him being in goal doesn't yeah. fill me with like utter confidence that you know what he's gonna have a worldie today, and if he has a worldie today, we're winning the game. Do you, I don't get feeling with him. Do you, so, are you saying that you'd like to see him replaced in the not not, not immediate future, but near to midterm? In the near to midterm, yeah, yeah. Uh, only because seventy million pound. I don't think we're we're gonna get our money's worth from him. Yeah, I just genuinely I don't feel that. I still I'm wrong, I, I, and I'd be happy to be wrong yeah. because. Buying goalkeepers isn't an easy job. Mm. Finding good goalkeepers isn't easy. But, yeah, I, I just don't feel it. I, mm. I just don't get that feeling. Mm. And we've had top keepers. Mm. Like, we've had Courtois. We've had Petr Cech. I just, I, I, you know, I know the feeling but is it, is of it, having a keeper. But, so me, but Meads, is it that we've had Courtois and Cech, who's 6'7 and 6'4, and then he's 6'2? No. No, okay. Petr Cech's only what six three, six four. He's, he's not that three. tall. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, but, but six four kind of fills the net. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not even that. It's just yeah. that goal, your actual saves, yeah. your actual saves, and when it comes to being faced with shots, yeah, and you're pulling off some great saves, but it's just the simple ones. Well, like shots that you expect to save. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, that Pookie goal, <laughs> you have to save that. that that's, you know what, that's yeah? a Can I say this? Can I say this? Like, I've just been to Meads for a while, yeah? And Meads, usually, for some reason, he's the first to turn on players. Like, it'll kind of eke out, it'll sipper out, and then it'll kind of grow and it'll crescendo. But Meads is usually first on the scene in terms of, nah, I'm not having it. And then later on, two years, three years later, it's happened with, as well, it happened with Cahill, it happened with many players. But I hope it's, it's, it's just. I, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I really do because at 71 million pounds, the most expensive keeper in the world, yeah. 
I think one, I think he's getting away with it. Yeah. Because some of the stuff that I've been seeing, he's been getting away with. And it's it's crazy that he's not actually been criticised as badly as he should he should but be. On the, on the flip side, for Spain, for some like he's got a lot of stock in Spain because he's displaced the hair. Do you want to know why that is? Why? Because the hair has been so bad. Mm. You, you just think anyone mm. but the hair. Yeah. Name another Spanish goalkeeper. <laughs> name one. Yeah, true, isn't it? Is it? Is, okay. Name one. You yeah. can't name one. You don't know another Spanish goalkeeper. So by default, or Sergio Rico. <laughs> there you go. But by default, Spanish going to get the job, you know. He's playing at Chelsea. He's going to get the job by default. And you know that, that's seventy-one million, like, though. It's exactly what Pel said. Like, it's what Pel said two weeks ago. Um, Courtois. I'm uh, not Courtois. Um, when it comes to the standard saves. And um, you look like um, Kepa's going to make probably more errors in those regards. But in terms of blunders, actual blunders, Kepa will make less of those. Yeah. Than, mm. uh, than, um, than, no, uh, than DDG. Whereas DDG will make the standard saves. Distribution is better as well. You know what I mean? Distribution is better as well. Oh yeah, okay, position yeah, yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah, that's High that's level. one. Yeah, that's one part of his top, game. Top. Yeah. His yeah. distribution is top. Yeah, but nah, I'm sorry, we're gonna be facing some shots, you boy. Yeah, yeah exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be facing some shots. You can be nice on your feet all you want, but yeah. that's like what Claudio Bravo. I don't want Claudio Bravo on my team. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's Means you got the Cameron Kepper, yeah. For the rest I'm of the watching season. him, bro. I can't right, lie cool. to you. That's seventy-one million. That's seventy-one million, though. Chelsea's fault, though. You do know that, innit? That's a really no, 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 that, 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 that seventy-one million is not what he's worth. It's it's what Spanish clubs slap on their, uh, their players to make sure. So that they get the seventy-one million pound, I understand. I understood why Chelsea paid it, and mm. I don't necessarily blame Chelsea for paying it because simply we were put in a bind. Quite simply, um, Courtois wants to go. We. Dilly dally, yeah, exactly. So it's mm. just it was just it, it killed us in, in in terms of negotiation. If Chelsea were to negotiate long before the court thing happened, yeah. then you know it, it would have been we would have been able to work and probably get the fee down to maybe around 60, 70 mil yeah. or or sixty mil at least. And even sixty, you feel okay, that's all right, that's decent. Yeah, yeah, seventy mil, oh mate. But you but, know what? I still kind of feel like Bulker. Could have been that one, what? and we'll what? see. We'll, we'll see how it pans out. But I feel like Bulk could get, get that feeling you're talking about, where you know, like someone that you can trust with the simple stuff and the and the like bigger bigger saves. I feel yeah. like yeah, I feel like he could have been that one. But let's not dwell on the past because we got some we got some good news. We got some, the Calvary returning. We got Kante back. We got Rudiger back. Obviously, Hudson and uh, Reese James are going to be playing tomorrow in the under twenty three game. I think my question for you: There's two of them. Number one. Um, who are you looking forward to seeing most? Hudson back or Reese James back? We'll do yeah. that one first. Quick fire round, Meads. I think I'm Joe Reese James because I know what Hudson's going to bring. It's Reese James I'm more excited about, and we need a That's... slight bit of security. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? I think we need more security at the back, and I'm sick and tired of seeing Aspie get done. I can't lie. All right. Sick. <laughs> Pels. Um, I'm saying Callum. Okay. Why? It's been a, it's been a while since we've 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 seen him. Just and I just think it's more, not even necessarily more important, but I just, I just can't wait to be excited again, um, and just to have that anticipation. And I remember you, obviously you said earlier that like it's danger when he gets the ball, but yeah. I remember being in the the community shield for um, when he started. I'm sorry, yeah. and just everyone willing him and like the the aura in the stadium in the stands when when Kyle Walker was kind of backing off of him. Yeah, um, I'm really, really excited to kind of have that yeah. that fear factor again. Yeah, so that fear factor you're talking about, even in the Carlin Cup final, whatever you want to call it, Carabao Cup final, just to see like the City players doubling up on him on that side, because it's usually just Hazard that gets double up on, but they yeah. had to double up on both, and that gave us so much space. And that's when you saw Ruben come into his element. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, Jermaine. Yeah, yeah, and um, Reese as well, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. Ready to see Reese still. So you're, you're more excited to see Reese than Hudson? Yeah, you know why? Because I, I think, I don't even think these midfield players are safe. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I see Reese doing a madness, you know. True. His passing range, oh my goodness me. Yeah. That guy. I'm, I'm proper excited to see him. Yeah. I can't with, that. And then I guess talking about Reese, but talking about him more as a fullback, 
And the fact that Emerson has been our best player so far this season, I think a lot of people agree. Do you feel like we've got the best fullback pairing in the Premier League? And this doesn't have to be a long kind of discussion. Well, hard to say. I think it's, that's hard, a bit it's, it's early. It's, it's early. Too much, too early. All right, no, let me not yeah, put too much pressure on them. Let me yeah, let, let me edit that shit out. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So let's just chill, be chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill. Cool. Um, I guess going into Wolves, the Wolves game, away to Wolves. Let's just do a quick roundup on. Obviously, I I guess your thoughts. We haven't really kind of shun us. Um, we haven't done ourselves service or whatever. We haven't really done well this season. In terms of results, we've maybe we've played well, but um, we haven't played many big teams apart from United, and we've only won one game. So, away to Wolves is a, a difficult game for any top six team. What are you guys thinking? Do you feel like we can come away with the win? Do are you hopeful that we can come away with the win? We'll start with Jermaine. Um, I, I think we are capable of winning the game. Of course, but um, what do you think? Do you think we're I think, <laughs> yeah? Uh, I'm just trying to picture that back line. Because I, I think we get a 2-1 win still. I think, we, I think we'll come away with a win. Fair enough. Um, I think there's too much pressure. I think there's too much like, there's too much riding on this game right now. Yeah. Especially because we've got Liverpool the weekend after. Yeah, exactly. Um, Palumi, what are you thinking? Thoughts for the game? Just let me know your thoughts. Um, I think, have we played Wolves not after the international break and in like a regular week where they've got Europa League? Um, I would have been a bit more confident. But I think... Um, because a lot of their players have probably had a break in terms of the fact that they just don't have as many internationals. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a factor in terms of them being like raring to go and putting the start of their season right because they've they've drawn their three three of their four games. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're and right. yeah, so it's, it's kind of like they're they're going to be chomping at the bit, but also um, just defensively, they the fact that they play really wide. Um, if, for instance, I don't know, it's, you know, Johnny versus Aspie, I'm not, I'm not backing Aspie to do to do much, um, and that's not because Johnny's great one v one like going forward. I just, I've, we've just seen lesser players this year kind of do that to him, mm. um, and and I think also just that we've had a, a lot of problem, like a lot of trouble dealing with things aerially as well. Um, so people like him and there's Yota, um, that kind of energy and that that hunger. And they're just two real pests. So what are you saying? I'm not sure. Are you saying? I'm, so, I'm, I'm saying that we'd be. I'd take a draw. I'd be happy with yeah. a draw away from Moment Wolves. That's the point. Yeah. yeah, I'd take that all day. Yeah, that's sad though, man. That we're taking a draw. Like, yeah. who? We need to win games, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah, get... no, we, we definitely do. We yeah. definitely do. But I think that's just where, especially where Wolves are, and consider they they've taken points off of better teams than us, brother. Um, no, I'm, I'm not. Well, so yeah, I'm, I'm not too. Um, I know, man. But... Yes, you're bothered by a draw at Wolves, personally. We've got to set some standards soon and later. You wasn't bothered about the Sheffield United draw? No, I wasn't bothered. <laughs> this guy, what are you going to be bothered about? <laughs> no, that, but that was more because I have low expectations, generally speaking. But I think this one is more because I genuinely believe Wolves are a great side. They are great. Uh, especially at home. Yeah, especially so against more, big I think, killers. Yeah. Giant killers. Meads. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll lose the game still. Jeez. But, again, but <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it'll be the end of the world if we lose it or draw. I don't think. Well, regardless of the result, I don't think it's one of them ones where it's going to be doom and gloom. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think that once we get our players back or our keepers, back, we'll be all right. But I just hope it's not too late for us to catch up. But yeah. I, so do you? Think it will be because I think I look at Arsenal and I look at not even Arsenal. I look at Spurs. I look at United, and I think okay. Well, as long as we're in touching distance with them lot, I'm fine. Yeah. So I don't, I don't back them lot to, to be getting results consistently. Do you remember the, the season we won under Conte? We started trash. We got slapped to Liverpool. We got slapped to Arsenal. It was after the transfer window where he kind of brought in Louise and brought in like a few changes. Obviously, Zappa Costa and them. Well, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember. But yeah, but yeah we, we got slapped at the beginning. It's early days. Like, we can change it around, but it's just that, is that going to happen? Are the players coming back in? Are they going to slot in nicely? Are we not going to have any injuries? Or, there's a lot of kind of variables. My kind of thoughts on the Wolves game is, yeah, 100%, Wolves take points off of big clubs, 100%. But I I feel like this, like, <laughs> almost, we need the upset. We kind of almost need the upset and we need to win this game because, like, um, sooner or later, it's going to be like, how many... 
We've only got one win this season. So that'll be one win in five. And that, that type yeah. of form can't continue. So I feel like yeah. this is an important game to get that, that second dub, W. Um, they're missing Bolly as well, isn't it? They're missing Bolly as well. Like, he's, he got sent off last minute yeah. in his last game. Oh, that's, that's decent, to be fair. And, and, yeah, I, that's a big and, miss. I, and I think Kante might be back starting. I think he is back, actually. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hopeful mm. anyway. And I'm hopeful, like, Tammy's had a rest, isn't it? I see him with his holiday picks with his girl. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah. So, hope, so hopefully he bags. But yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna back Chelsea and hopefully go for a win anyway. But um, yeah, I guess that's the end. I don't know if you guys have got anything else to add or anything else you want to talk about. Yeah, I think I think we're good. Yeah, we covered it all. all right, thanks for listening. Use the hashtag, and obviously we got um uh yeah we got the the Sunday show coming up. Um, uh, so yeah. Uh, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for listening. Cheers. All right. Yeah, nice one. Peace. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Sports Social Podcast Network.